Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Mom Bitch. I am your host, Alonda, and I'm so happy you chose to tune in today. This is episode number 28, Who Made That Damn List? (laughs) How was y'all week? Mine has been pretty eventful. First of all, it's Monday. You know, this is the original day for the podcast. You know, I've been trying to play around with the days because as a busy mom, a career mom, um, it's just a lot on my plate and it's just hard to balance things out. So I'm not sure if we're going to do Mondays or Fridays or what, but I wanted to put something out since I didn't put anything out on Friday. Other than that, the week has been eventful. I want to say that I have had a pretty active Halloween season. Um, I love holidays, but um, my favorite one is Christmas. Halloween, I usually just do like um, Halloween pajamas and I'll either take the kids to like a trunk or treat or whatever because since we've moved down south, I haven't really known of any neighborhoods that do trick-or-treating or or that I feel like is safe for trick-or-treating so I'll always try to find a trunk or treat at some churches or community centers or something this year Tristan's football team they're having one at the field so I'll probably take the kids over there and it's a possibility that I may take um them to the neighborhood that I work in because um I know that's a pretty nice neighborhood and I know a couple people over there and I know they're hosting trick-or-treating in that area. So we'll see. But um, I usually don't do anything big. I usually don't dress up myself. Um, I haven't wore a full costume in my adult life, I don't think. Um, But this year has been different. Um, As y'all know, Shay and I went to a haunted house for a date night. Um... We went to the pumpkin patch. We took the kids um, last week. Um, I attended, I was supposed to attend two Halloween parties this past weekend, but I ended up only going to one. And let me tell you why. First of all, I'm in a couple of friends group on Facebook. I know I talk about this often. And the one friends group, they were hosting a all girls um, party bus thing so everybody had to wear a costume we all met up and got on the party bus then they took us to this karaoke lounge where we had our own you know private suite and we did karaoke and they had bottle service and all of that and then when we was done there the party bus took us back to the location that they picked us up at which is a club um and it was gonna be a our Halloween party there but I had already gotten real tipsy first of all and um, I didn't want to um, go in there and drink anymore and then I have a 45 minute drive home however I was supposed to be leaving anyway to go meet another friend at um a party in Lithonia which was 20 minutes from where I was at but that friend ended up getting sick I know her child was sick and then she started running a fever so she wasn't going to be coming so I just decided to go on home 
So I did that. And then yesterday we took the kids to Boo at the Zoo at Zoo Atlanta. And it was awesome. So it's been a very active Halloween season, the most active that I've had in probably forever. <laughs> so we're going to end it off tomorrow for Halloween. Like I said, I'm going to take the kids with, to a trunk or treat. Nyla has her Wonder Woman costume. She was able to wear it for the first time at um, Boo at the Zoo on yesterday. And then Tristan, he is Spider-Man, you know, Black Spider-Man, Miles Morales. So he has been wearing the costume since it was delivered. But he wore it yesterday for um, Boo at the Zoo. And then they're going to wear it tomorrow for Halloween. And that's the end of that. So it's been very eventful. Um... Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Um, as far as news reports, let me talk to you about this for a minute. When this situation first came out, I was going to mention it on the podcast, but I was a little skeptical. I'm like, well, you know what? Let me shut up. Let me not comment on that because I'm sure, you know, everybody in the world or whoever watched reality TV, they all have something to say. I'm sure this girl was receiving tons of backlash and probably equally a lot of praise. So anyway, British Williams, she was a um, cast member for Basketball Wives LA several years back. I forgot which season it was. And um, she was engaged, I believe, to Lorenzo. I believe his name, last name was Gordon. He played overseas basketball. Anyway, um, I don't think they ever got married. Um, They did have a child with each other. And then they broke up. And then she had reappeared on a couple seasons back of Basketball Wives. And in that episode, well, prior to the episode dropping, it was revealed that she was being indicted um, of fraud, I believe. Um, Basically, she was doing those PPP loans and how they've been popping people for that. So she was one of the people that got popped and um, she was facing like 20, 30 years in prison, if I'm not mistaken. She ended up being arrested. Um, She was let out on um, house arrest and all of that. And then, you know, how the reality TV shit go because she was relevant in the news. Um, They put on that season of Basketball Wives. That's what I believe. And um, at the end of it, I think she had to turn herself in and it was a big topic of discussion. So anyway, she was recently sentenced and they gave her four years in prison, um, which a she should be thankful because like I said, she was facing 20 to 30 years. But when I was going to post about it, it was because, you know, I follow her on um, Instagram and um since she had got charged with the fraud, she had been doing like a, what you call it? Um, I don't know what you call it. Um, when you selling your used clothes, like her designer clothes that she used to wear, she was trying to like sell them to people. And 
I just found that to be very distasteful because you just did this whole PPP scheme. You done got popped for the shit. Now you want us to buy your designer clothes so you can have some money? Like, no. <laughs> and I'm not trying to say if there was something on there that I saw that I liked that I wouldn't buy it because of that. I'm not saying that. But I am saying, like, I just the whole season, like, even with the Basketball Wives season, it was like, you expect us to feel sorry for you because you done got trouble doing some shit. You done got in trouble doing some shit that you know you could get in trouble for. You know what I'm saying? And when the PPP stuff came out, I know, I don't know, but people, regular people, have done this PPP scheme and they done got away with it so far. Now, I don't know if it's because maybe they only did a little $10,000 versus somebody else doing $100,000. I don't know. But people has gotten away with that PPP scheme. However, it seems like all the people they done been popping has been celebrities or, you know, like D-list celebrities. You know what I'm saying? So, um... She should have known the fact that she has been in the public eye that it's a higher chance that she was going to get popped for it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just really, I didn't feel sorry for her at all. Like her little storyline on Basketball Wives when she was about to get arrested. It didn't move me whatsoever. I don't support her. Um... I believe she should be serving time. Do I think she should have served 20, 30 years? No. Killers be getting off in shorter time than that. So I think this four years may be sufficient. Um, However, I think it's effed up that, you know, her daughter is going to be without you because she was trying to get some money to do what? You know what I'm saying? Because you wasn't broke. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, I would hope that she wasn't broke. You should have used your basketball wives money and flipped that shit. You know what I'm saying? And then Lorenzo, he's not broke. So I don't know. I just feel like you didn't have to do that. And then to to my understanding, she did it like multiple times. Like she didn't even just do it one time and got in trouble. She did multiple fraud. You know what I'm saying? So that's my little spiel about that. I, I you know... I'm a little disgusted for her. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, that's my opinion. So, while we're on the topic of Basketball Wives, I've been watching the new season of um, Basketball Wives. I guess it's L.A. Um, I believe at some point L.A. and the original merged with each other. But, anyway... I've been watching that, and then they have a new spinoff, which is Basketball Wives Orlando. So I've been watching that. But anyway, you know, OG Evelyn Lazada, she's on Basketball Wives. And then there's this new girl named Vanessa on there. And apparently she is the best friend of Evelyn's baby dad's baby mom (laughs) Carl Crawford's 
baby mom that's her best friend well apparently at the time that Evelyn and Carl had got together um he wasn't completely done with the ex her name is Amy um when they got together and um Amy was real hurt by them breaking up apparently they had just had a baby they broke up and then a short period of time later um Carl and Evelyn was in a relationship and then she also had a baby with him and of course with Vanessa being the best friend she saw her friend at a time where she was hurting behind this man so now Vanessa making all these assumptions on what had happened between Carl and Evelyn she has this beef with Evelyn about some shit that's not even her damn business but the crazy part about it is Evelyn and Amy are cool you know they talk to each other their kids be around each other and apparently at this time in the episode um uh Evelyn's son was gonna be with Amy for 10 days so um they are cool but I guess for TV for show Vanessa wanted to get on there and pop off and call Evelyn a home wrecker and this and that and Evelyn's basically like what the fuck are you talking about me and Amy is cool she doesn't have this beef you have this beef you need to mind your business that's basically the gist of it and it just was a whole big mess a couple episodes of a whole big mess for no reason let me pause for a second All right, I had to get these kids together. You know, I'd be having to record with my kids around. My son is home. Um, it was parent-teachers conference today. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, um, uh, and of course, Nyla's always home with me. But, um, so Evelyn and Vanessa. So Vanessa just got into that situation and, and that wasn't her business. Um... I just wanted to speak a little bit about, you know, how fast men move on. Like, men are a little bit different than women. You know what I'm saying? Um, as soon as... It don't matter whether they had somebody on the back burner or what was going on. They just tend to move on very fast. As to where we tend to, like, dwell on that situation a little bit longer. And, you know, our heart be broken and... And, you know, we don't want to deal with anybody for a minute in some cases. Um, men, whether they're heartbroken or not, they try to get over it by getting with somebody else. But what I want us to stop doing as women is blaming another woman for why your relationship didn't work out or why you and your man broke up. You know what I'm saying? Because there's not a woman in this world that can force your man to be with them. It don't matter if she's standing there butt naked in front of him. He should be, he's a grown ass man and he should be able to have some self-control. And at the end of the day, a lot of y'all be arguing with the woman 
when y'all need to be checking your man or your baby daddy or whoever is whoever you was interested in for hurting you and doing you like that now and also when you're dating somebody you don't have any other choice but to believe what they told you about that situation they was in because if they're with you and they're whining and dining you and all this stuff and you don't see any reason to think that they're lying if that man is saying like evelyn said he told her that they had broke up they were not together anymore and so i continued on with my relationship with him she didn't she wasn't didn't know that he was still supposed to have been with her or the details behind how they broke up and when they broke up and all that all she know was he was trying to pursue her and he got her you know what i'm saying and he said that they were done whatever beef him and his baby mom have after that that's not evelyn's problem so vanessa didn't have any right to be calling on a home wrecker nor does she have a right to even be bringing this up and arguing with her because amy don't have no beef with her so why are you trying to have beef with her that's what i'm saying and this is not unusual this is very common women are always trying to come for another woman about a man that they want or wanted or dealt with or have kids with and that's not cool all right y'all had to relocate but anyway so let's get to tristan's parent teacher conference um i had to go to that today and i'm such a proud mom because he always just does so good in school and they always talk about how well behaved he is and you know they just love him in the class he's so positive so everything that was said i wasn't surprised at all but i'm just such a proud mom because it's a lot of kids out here that have behavior issues, that don't do good in school, that doesn't have the support system at home, you know what I'm saying? Um, or things don't come easily to them. And the only thing we can do is pray for them and help them to get the help that they need in order to succeed. And if at any time Tristan begins to struggle in school, because it may not always be easy for him, I hope that I am able to help or get him the help that he needs in order for him to continue to be successful. And I just pray that he will not start running in the wrong crowds and he will continue to stay focused on his ultimate goal, which he keeps telling me he wants to be an orthodontist. So that's going to be a lot of years of schooling and education. So pray for my boy and um let's um i continue to keep y'all updated on his progress um one thing i will say about school these days though is like what the hell are y'all teaching the kids because they be bringing home homework tristan brings home homework and i don't know what the hell it is like there's nothing that i can help him with with homework because everything is just new math and they're learning shit that we didn't learn in school like how do you help your children with their homework when you don't even understand what the homework is unless i'm just old as hell i don't know so pray for me on that front because every time he comes with me to some homework and he asks me for some help like even with math like the way i was taught how to do math 
they learn completely different. So when I'm trying to help him and he's like, no, we don't do it like that. We do it like this. I'd be like, well, you need to do it like that. And if you think it's wrong, you can check your work at school because I don't know how to help you other than the way that I was taught how to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. <laughs> I'm just happy that I don't need to help him with his homework often. That's all I can say about that. Um, yeah. Any more news reports I want to discuss? No, I do want to get into this topic of the day. Um, before I do that, you know, it's coming up to the time where um, I usually take a break after every 10th episode. I usually take a break. Now, this season has been a little shaky for me these last 10 episodes because it came when like the wedding reception was happening and all of that. So, I think I took, a, and I had a vacation. No, I started the next 10 after the vacation. But anyway, I'm still going to take the couple week vacation after episode 30 comes out. Um, and um, yeah, um, as always, I say that during that time, I like to try to make moves towards improving the podcast. I think with this last break, I was able to at least start getting online more and showing the episodes on YouTube. So um, next season, I just hope that we have like a more professional setup, um, better light and better quality. The only thing that I can do is just keep trying my best to put content out there for you and on as on time as possible. I also promise to figure out the actual day of the week that I want to continue to have the podcast on. And I also have some other things in store some projects that i'm working on that i'll be sharing with you all in the coming months um my goal is to really get a platform together for women's empowerment for motherhood to guide and encourage you or you know each other on this motherhood journey on this womanhood journey you know what i'm saying um we get so much backlash for every little thing that we do as women and especially as black women and i just feel like there needs to be a platform in which we are encouraged and um motivated and just reaching our goals in life you know what i'm saying so stay tuned it's gonna be more stuff to come and this podcast is a big part of that with that being said, let's get into the topic of the day. Who the hell made this list? This list has been going around on Facebook for the last week, maybe, about um, where women don't want to go on first dates. And I think I have the original list in my phone. So let me bring it up. All right. So it says, here's the list of places women absolutely refuse to go on on a first date. And thank you to the ladies who reached out to me to help me on this list. So it is, I don't know if it's cut off, but I got about 28 places on here. So I'm going to just read what I got. Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden, The Movies, Your House, 
any fast food chain, Buffalo Wild Wings, um, Wingstop, Red Lobster, a buffet, IHOP, Denny's, The Gym, Church, Starbucks, coffee dates, ice cream dates, family functions, movie nights such as Hulu, Netflix, etc. Somewhere that requires a long drive, bowling, nightclubs, hookah bar, a bar for just drinks, Waffle House, and sporting events. Do y'all agree with this list? Because I have some problems with it. First of all, number one, the Cheesecake Factory. I would be very pleased to go to the Cheesecake Factory. Um, In Pennsylvania, where I stayed, we didn't have Cheesecake Factory. I found out about them when I was in Charlotte. And every time I went to the one in Charlotte, I could never eat because the line was just too long. And I would be tired of waiting or the wait was too long. And I would just be tired of waiting. So I never ate there. My first time actually having Cheesecake Factory was this year. Um, me and the mommy group had went. And it was very delicious. So I would have actually been very impressed that somebody took me to the Cheesecake Factory. I don't have a problem with Applebee's or Chili's. I'll pass on Chipotle. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not a Chipotle fan. And I don't think that that's a first date. Maybe that's a meetup. Like, a, you know, I'm going to Chipotle. You want to meet me over there? And we have some combo. But I wouldn't consider that as like an official first date. Olive Garden is another one that I would be pretty impressed that you took me to. I like Olive Garden. It's a little bit more pricey, which that doesn't make me a difference whatsoever. But Olive Garden is a very nice restaurant. I love their salad and breadsticks. Like, I would be fine having a glass of Chardonnay, having some conversation with you and some lasagna. <laughs> um, the movies, I think that that... I think that for a first date for a movies, you would think that the first date you would be trying to get to know the person and you can't really get to know the person in the movies. So maybe if it was like dinner and a movie, like you took me to the Cheesecake Factory and the movies, you know what I'm saying? Then at least when we're at dinner, we could be getting to know each other, discussing things, and then just end the night off with a movie. So I don't have a problem with the movies. I'm not coming to your house on a first date. That's not a first date. That's a booty call. Um, fast food chains, I'll pass. Like, that's not a date for me. Um, yeah, you can do a little bit better on that. I'm not opposed to eating fast food, but I could buy that myself. I could buy any of it myself, to be honest with you. <laughs> but I'm just saying, when you you say I'm about to take you out on a date, it better not be McDonald's. That's all I'm saying. Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm cool with them. Wingstop. I, I would say Wingstop is a little more of third, fourth date when you like Netflix and chilling or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't say that that's a first date location. Red Lobster. Now, y'all tripping. Y'all, you took me to Red Lobster. You might have been um, having a happy ending. <laughs> Red Lobster is not... I mean, they they have deals. They be having deals like Applebee's and stuff. But um, I I feel like Red Lobster is a pretty nice restaurant to go to. And then if that's where you taking me on a first date, that kind of says something about you because you're not 
trying to be cheap, but you're not trying to be over the top either. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the list goes on. I'm not going to run down every one of them and give my opinion, but I can agree. Like I said, I agree with Chipotle. I agree with not going to your house. I'm a little on the fence about the gym because I like somebody who is into fitness. Um, I actually was supposed to have a date at the gym one time and I thought it was pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to the gentleman, you know, about starting at this gym or whatever. And I had a free trial and he was free that day. So he was supposed to come and do the class with me. It was somebody that I met you know, prior to being married on Facebook dating. And that's where we were supposed to meet up at the gym, but he never showed up. So I'm a little on the fence about that. I mean, I guess that's more of like a meetup than a first date, but to each his own church. Like I would be kind of impressed, but I would rather not that be the first day. Um, family functions i don't know you to be going to your family functions i don't want to see how your family act as of yet you know what i'm saying i don't want nobody to rub me the wrong way and impede on you know what we have building so we can pass on that um again netflix and chill that's not a first day somewhere that requires a long drive that all depends for me I'm cool with bowling on the first day. I don't feel like nightclubs that you would be able to get to know anybody in a hookah bar. I could probably be cool with that. If it's a, you know, you got a nice little area where you'll be able to have a conversation and have some drinks and hookah, I could get with that. But if it's too loud and it's more like clubby or whatever, that's probably not gonna work. And I'm actually cool with a bar just for drinks. I feel like that's a good, yeah, I feel like it could, I was going to say it's a good like meetup type situation, but if you're going to pick me up, pick me up and take me out for drinks. And like I said, if it's a nice spot, like a nice mellow lounge or a cigar lounge or something like that, I could get with that. So, um, I don't know the, the chicks that made this list was far too bougie for me. Um, like I said, I agree with some of what they were saying, but the rest was bullshit. So, <laughs> but then, so of course men responded with, um, a couple lists was going around. Let me pull up the one that I saw today. Um, This list is, there's another one I saw before. I'll try to find that as well. Okay, we'll just go with this one for now. This says, here is a list of things that men refuse to pay for if they are not married. Bills, rent, house, car, hair, nails, bags, purses, jewelry, designer stuff, 
vacation, furniture to go in your crib, plastic surgery, bottles at the club, pills, car repairs, food for another man's kid, gas, Uber Lyft, DoorDash, snacks, and your ties. I guess that's what that's supposed to be. It just sounds like they was just trying to be funny on this list. Now, most of the list I agree with. You shouldn't be expecting somebody who you're not married to and you're not living with to be paying your bills, your rent, your house note, your car note, um, your plastic surgery, car repairs, things like that. I could definitely understand that. But some of this stuff is ridiculous. Like hair, nails, bags, purses, jewelry, designer stuff. No, no, you don't have to get anybody designer stuff. Um, but when it comes down to hair, nails, bags, purses, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody, I feel like it's supposed to be give and take, you know, I might pay for your haircut. Um, I'm gonna get you some gifts for your birthday, for Valentine's day, for Christmas. So to say, you're not going to pay for hair, nails, bags, purses. That's not something that I need for you to do all the time, but I do like gifts and I do expect my man to give me gifts on occasion, married or not. You know what I'm saying? As I would you. Because anybody who knows me knows that I'm a very loving and giving person. And I'd rather give than receive. So if you won't be cheap or you act like you can't do something. And when you say because we're not married, that's going to be an automatic turnoff for me. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, to each his own. And then another one that I had a problem with was... Food for another man's kid. Just the wording of that. First of all, if I'm dating you and I have children, my children are a package deal. Anybody who has attitudes towards somebody's child because they're not your child, that's an immediate red flag for me. And if you come to my house knowing my kids is there and you're bringing food, you need to have enough food for me and my children. Unless, like if it's like during the day and they're going to be up and you're asking, you know, have y'all ate yet or whatever. You need to have some food for my children. Now, don't get me wrong. I can pay for my own child stuff. But I'm going to look at you real funny if you came in here and offered to pay for me a meal, but you didn't feel like you needed to pay for food for my minor children. I'm not talking about if I had adult children or anything like that that was with me. I'm talking about my minor children. And just to make the, say the phrase, um, food for another man's kid, like, like I said, that's a red flag for me. Because in the event that we get into a serious relationship and we're living together, or we get married, them are going to be your children as well. Like you have to provide for them just like you provide for me. Like we'll be providing for them together. You understand what I'm saying? So even if I told you, no, I got my kids food or they done already ate or whatever. The fact that your thought process was you not about to um, provide food for another man's child. You got to go like, I'm, I'm not doing that with you. You know what I'm saying? You're not the man for me. You know, some men like kids and some men don't. And I would need the man that likes kids. Like, that's why my husband and I are married. Because my husband accepted my child. And then we had a child with each other. So, 
that's just that on that. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, that's all that I have for you all today. Um, like I said, this um, season is winding down. Um, so we have a, two episodes to go before we take about a three-week break. Um, but as always, I'd like to leave you with an affirmation. I guess this could be considered an affirmation or a motivational statement. But it reads, believe in yourself. You are capable of great things in your lifetime. But great things can only be created if you first believe they can. And then you take action. Anything is possible. With that being said, I thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Mom Bitch. If you would like to reach out to me, you can send me an email at letsmom.b.podcast at gmail.com. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Let's Mom Bitch. I have a Facebook page at Let's Mom Bitch. And I have a YouTube channel at Let's Mom Bitch in which this this episode will be uploaded to YouTube. Um, I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to hear your ideas for me moving forward with this podcast. And I just look forward to better things to come for us. Um, With that being said, I hope you all have a great rest of your week. See you next week.